Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Talented Teen Thursdays. We have your host, God's Poetic Child, and we have our special co-host, which is Crystal Williams. And um, today she's going to be um, asked a couple questions. Uh, I met her through um, Facebook, and we connected. So um, we're going to start it off with her giving a piece and sharing. So, Crystal, would you like to share? Okay, yes. Um, My piece is called If Wolves Could Speak. If wolves could speak, I wonder the amount of secrets that would unfold, the number of stories and truths that would remain untold, the amount of skeletons the closet truly holds, the double lives, the double standards, only God knows, the depths of wickedness and love contained in each soul. What we proclaim with our lips is that the same thing our eyes bestow. If only wolves could speak, some of us would be held in contempt for the things we sowed and didn't reap. Some of our souls will anguish in agony for the secrets we keep. If all were to be revealed, some of us would endlessly weep if the wolves ever decided to speak. Injustice reigns its bullets all around. Some brings attention to itself while others' justice is killed without a sound. Oh, tell me, if wolves could speak, what treasures would be found? Oh, people, if wolves could speak, let's make sure love abounds. That's the end. And for those of you who just uh, called in, that was Crystal Williams. And um, explain to me, what type of poetry do you write and why? Most of my poems are about emotions. I try and capture emotions and words. So depression, love, is mainly about love and relationships. Um, and I write about that because most of us in our daily lives, that's what we're facing. We're, we're struggling with our relationships, whether it be with a partner or a parent or a sibling. We go through relationships each day, and I think it's important that we're, on, we're able to be honest and there's forums to be honest. And I think there's some things that people can't necessarily say outright in words, but when they see it in poetry form, somehow it makes it okay. Like, oh, finally, it's okay to say this, or, you know, you said something I couldn't put in words. I think it, it gives a voice to many as well as it helps explain and express what has been suppressed, you know, or kept in for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right, that is very true. We all deal with it on our daily lives. And um, we actually have Brother O, Brother o just called in. Gonna... There's a little technical difficulty. Hold on. Okay, come on. All right, so do you have any books out? Yeah, I have um, two books out. I have a poetry book out called Still in Transition. That's on ebook and can be found on Amazon. Um, and I have another book out called Women, Side Chicks, and the Others. That's on um, ebook as well, and a paper so, copy can be ordered directly from me. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. All right. Well, while we're trying to wait to get brother on the line, would you like to share another poem? Um. Okay. Wait. Oh, wait. Actually, actually, we have one line. I'm sorry about that, brother. No problem. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good, God's place, y'all. 
Thank you for coming on the show and supporting. What do you have for us today? Us, uh, I just poem. Uh, it's called "It's Time for Us to Act Like Adults Instead of Juveniles." Hmm. All right, the mic is yours. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought like a child, and I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put away all childish things and left them behind me. First Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 11. Brother O has a message to all of my fellow brothers and sisters in the poetry community. We have to set a better example for our young, for our young people because they are looking up to us. They are watching how we treat each other, how we interact with one another. And how we conduct ourselves in public. We are their examples and role models. It's time for all of us that are like mature adults instead of immature juveniles. All of this pettiness and mess and nothing but madness. Instead of promoting peace, love, and harmony, we are at war and hating and beefing with each other for no reason. It's ain't getting us nowhere. Why are we trying to outdo and outshine and feel the need to compete with each other? Just to satisfy our egos. Why are some of us afraid of change and coming together to use our gifts and talents? Men instead of hurting people with our words. Why do some of us say such hateful and negative things about each other on Facebook? Is it because you feel that some of your brothers and sisters just don't fit your standards and qualifications of being a poet? Or maybe, just maybe, they have more passion, drive, determination, desire desire for this game than you do. Seriously, some of us either stop acting like little children and grow up. And dear brothers and sisters, we are not in high school, junior high, and elementary school anymore. Why are some of us still acting like juveniles and spoiled brats over petty and insignificant issues that absolutely have no relevance today? It doesn't make any sense at all. That was then, this is now. For the love of God, let it go. But some of us still bring up all unresolved issues from way back in the day taking out your anger and frustration out on folks who didn't do anything, who didn't do anything to you for no reason. Always playing the victim and blaming everybody for your poor choices, problems, and misfortunes. You're around here pouting, whining, and crying just because someone doesn't like you. You a step brother over to have some sympathy for you? Grow up, grow up back more than like an adult and take yourself before you wreck yourself. Some of us are always manipulating our friends and staying them along as, as our puppets. They hate on the brother and sister that you got an issue with because you're not mature enough to resolve your issues with him or her. That issue is between you two, not everybody else. Getting others involved in your affairs and got them caught up in your mess. You need to grow up and handle your own business. Some of us are always criticizing our fellow brothers and sisters for their 
way they dress, for the way they wear their hair, their escape complexion, for the way they perform on stage, for their style of poetry. You up here acting like a 16-year-old. I'm getting sick and tired of your foolishness. As a matter of fact, do brother on one small favor. Go up and get you some business. You out here backstabbing and backbiting, standing and grinning at people's face. They're talking about folks behind their backs. You out here gossiping and spreading rumors, making fun of and ridiculing people, acting stupid and ignorant, causing dissension and division. You're in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. I like somebody in elementary junior high and high school. That's a shame. You need to add your age, not your shoe size. I know they're a couple of you that may be angry with me right about now. But speaking the real but speaking real talk. To tell you the truth, I don't care if you got your feelings hurt. I ain't taking it back either. You may hate brother on now, but down the line you will love and appreciate me. My dear brothers and sisters who are true poets. I love all you did. But seriously, some of us need to get together. And I like a dog. That a juvenile. That's that piece. Wow. Brother, mm-hmm. oh, you always bring um, great um, poems on here. And I love your messages behind the poems. So what inspired you to write that? Oh, uh, you know, you know, God, 40,000, you have some. Well... There's a few poets that I know that act like little children. Mm-hmm. And when they, you know, when they, they don't get recognition or if they feel that somebody that's uh, not as talented as, as them is, is achieving success and they get to get the, the, you know, what they call the spirit of Solomon. They get jealous. They get, they get envious. And they get upset. Because maybe that poet, maybe that poet did did something that they never did. Mm-hmm. And uh, you travel in this game, you're going to encounter a couple of poets like that. So okay. sometimes you need you need to tell people, listen, it's not about you. Right. It's about what God has placed inside you. If you if you do a poetry just to get attention and get get the the, the applause and approval of people, you're not gonna last very long in this game. However, if you're doing poetry to to uh, change lives and uh, make a difference, then then that's that that should be your purpose of doing it. Mm-hmm. That is true, Crystal. What do you think about that? I'm no longer a child to put away those, you know, those ways. I mean, you went into explaining how we need to put away those old ways and support and help each other. I think it was really encouraging. All right. Brother O, thank you so much for coming on our show today. I really appreciate it. No problem, guys, for each other. Keep on doing what you're doing. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, guys. All right. All right. We have um, Middle Tennessee. Tennessee, 
You are on the line. Peace. It's so hello, good. Hello. <laughs> All right. So what? Good How are you doing today? I am good. How are you? All is well. I'm alive and breathing. That is amazing. Thank God for it. Every day is a blessing. Yes, it is. All right, what do you have today for us? What do you have for us today? First, I want to encourage y'all young ladies to keep doing the positive things you're doing, keep the movement going. Thank you. And a piece I got is called Murder, Death, and Defeat. Hmm. Sounds interesting. The mic is yours. Mm-hmm. These streets are like quicksand, and Satan is the prince of the land. Little children kill in drive-bys, in their own yards. In their yards they play, watching cars pass by, not knowing that they're going to die that day. Yeah, who's? Yeah, who's? I said, who's going to take the blame for the claim of innocent lives taken? Addicts, gun toters, killers with trap houses on blocks where innocent live. With the streets filled with false dreamers, hopers, living for the graveyard's theme of death. Tombstones representing people, representing people that lived, died, gone, and passed on. Many who made these streets their playground, living to lay their heads and lights down. When the message from these streets is teaching niggas to be niggas, ignorant, creating black genocide, death by homicide, bloodshed for nothing, as if the changing of seasons has no reason. Knowledge of these streets to the lost is like grilled steak to seasoning, appetite pleasing. Like jumping head first into the pits of hell's fury without life's desire, all for the streets of death. Will they lay their lives down and take their last breath? Mm. Murder, death, and defeat. That's their peace. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. What inspired you to write that? Just life. Looking at things from a different view. Wow. The reality of things that happen that many people don't talk about or they're scared to. Right. Wow, thank you for bringing that on the show. I appreciate that. It was powerful. Thank you. You're welcome, Crystal. Yeah, it was it was very powerful, and it had amazing imagery with the words that you chose. You could just imagine the children playing in like a graveyard. It was it was very very thought provoking. Thank you. Thank you, young ladies. Keep thank you for coming on the show. To others. Yeah. Wow, that was very powerful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Keep being the inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. We are going to go to Central New Jersey. 
New Jersey. You are on the line. Hi, it's Mocha Butterfly. I just came to support the show. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? I am good. Thank you for coming on and supporting the show. Oh, yeah, anytime. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. So what do you have for us today? I have a new piece that I recently wrote a couple minutes ago. Um, It's called Writing Worries. It's basically when you try to write a poem, you're trying to, like, rhyme words and organize it and figure out what you want to write about, but you're confused. <laughs> so, I think we all deal with that. <laughs> the mic is yours. <laughs> yeah. So it's called Writing Words. <clears throat> I'm mostly tired at the moment. Pen to the page, my hand is solid. Words can't be created. Head sweaty with the tears of my generation's cry. I try to create words and sentences. Store, door, more. I need more of these poetic words. Create a spectacular piece. No personal experience to add. Right now, I'm going insane. Insane with the fact that I can't create. Create a piece that is memorable and shocking. I want to create that piece where a pen drops and someone lets out a wow. Empty. Wow. That was good. Thank you for sharing that and sharing that for the first time on here. Oh, thanks. Thank you. That was that was very nice. Crystal? Yeah, that was very nice and very relatable. It's true. You you do want to kind of aim for that when you're writing poetry. So, yeah, thank you for putting that into words. It's very nice. Oh, yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Yes, a lot of people can relate to that, too, because I'll be, I'll be writing and I'll be trying to figure out, like, oh, man, what, what what's going to go with this sentence or what's going to go with this word or how can I put this together? So, yeah, definitely. I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> so I was, well, I got the word remote from watching the movie Dead Poets Society. Mm -hmm. So it's an old movie about poetry. So, like, I got the word remote from the movie. So, wow. (laughs) And you said it's called called Dead Poets. It's called uh, the Dead Poets Society. Okay, I may have to take a look at that. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're welcome. All right, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, bye. All right. <laughs> we have Illinois. Illinois, you are on the line. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey, this is uh, Just Mike, Chicago. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Well, what do you have for us today? Um, let me see. I'm going to do this poem dedicated to you, Cyrus. It's actually uh, called Always Have a Dream. I like that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second because I'm out, so I can try to um, get to myself real quick. Okay. okay. Um, <clears throat> one second. All right. Okay, here it is. You must see more than a dark cloud, the same block, a siren after gun sound, 
but a young man shining with a smile, not ashamed on the inside, but proud, proud to be who he is, looking to the future and not back on the wrong that he did, having a heart of integrity, dreaming on, pushing on after what's been said to me. This is for that he, that she, whether you're bound or free, still fighting the streets, always have a dream, no matter the picture that's seen. Perhaps similar to Martin Luther King, you can be that teacher, that singer, write books, become a motivational speaker, be your own believer. Like Nike, just do it. Put God first and put your mind to it. Don't give up because you're going to get through it. I know I can. Satan can't stop me and neither can this human called man. The government system, as long as I have a mind of my own, seek knowledge and wisdom, always have a dream to be more than the crack scene, doing sins to make your green. The righteous way is right, even though it's a lot of stress and hell in this life. Always have a dream of an afterlife. Fear and doubt is darkness, but to be brave and have faith is light. Stay humble. Stay on that spiritual side. Be prayerful. Let your self-conscience guide. Always dream of a family, a groom, a bride. Better neighborhoods, a more peaceful side. I dream the soldiers safely arrive and never go back in the predicament of suicide. I dream we all know the truth and the lies. I dream preparing these children to arise, be their own parents, to one day erase their hurts and cries. I dream of a more passionate generation, less stereotyping and salary basing, more love and less hating. I dream of a traditional change where every race can hang, all churches combine to sing, always have a dream. You can stop being that dealer. You haven't been caught yet. You can stop being that killer. Your grandmother didn't pray. Just know that most heroes are in the grave. So stay alive so you can tell your story. You've been blessed. Always dream to resurrect your mind and flesh. You have those skills. You might as well be the best. Of your abilities, you must think no less. For the crit- Forget the critics. Look at them as midgets because they'll never reach your destiny. They'll never reach your treasury, whether it's in pocket or it's in your spirit. The negative thoughts, you have to clear it. Just flip them cards that you've been dealt. If no one else believes in you, believe in yourself. Don't give up. Trying hard is not trying hard enough. Be your own leader. Be your own inspiration. No matter the picture that's seen, remember to always have a dream. In peace. Yes, I love that poem. <laughs> <laughs> that just, that just encouraged me. I wanted to hear you say it instead of just reading it from your book. So thank you for sharing that. Okay, most definitely. Y'all doing a good job. Thank you. Crystal? Yeah, that was very encouraging and very motivating. You felt like, yeah, you know, I should dream more. I should dream bigger. It's true. It's not the end. You can always dream. And thank you for giving that hope and inspiration. That's what's up. Thank you, all You're welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. All right. All right. We have another Illinois caller. Illinois, you are on the line. What's up? What's up? It's Jamil, better known as Mills. Hey, hey! I'm so glad you came on the show. <laughs> right on time. Thank you. So, what do you have for us today? Oh, uh, well, for my poem today, it's called "Friends." Ready when you are. All right, the mic is yours. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. 
The mic is yours. We are ready when you are. Okay, I'm ready. All right, go ahead. I try. I try so hard. I go to clubs. I I talk to new people, but nothing ever seems to be enough. I can never find a good friend. Sure, I talk to people in my class, but each class is only 40 minutes. After school, only lasts so long until I have to go home. The best friend is someone you can tell anything to. I call you my best friend, but you know nothing about me. Where are the friends that I actually hang out with? Where are the friends that actually want to be around me? Where are the friends I don't always have to text first? Am I doing something wrong? I've trained my personality to please you, but it's still not enough. I've been myself, and no one likes that either. I'm still alone. Sure, we hang out once in the blue moon, but if I don't trust you, how can we truly be friends? A friend, someone you can talk to freely, someone who understands you, someone loyal, someone there for someone I don't have. I tried, but nothing I do is enough. At the end of the day, I'm always alone in peace. Wow. I love that poem. Like, it is so relatable, and I'm so glad you came on the show and shared it when I asked you to. And, um, man, thank you. I can can relate to that one. We all have that one friend, but that one best friend. We call a best friend, but they don't really know us. So thank you. No problem. Yeah, I think it's definitely relatable. It's it it just brings a truth but a sadness that it's true. There's some people you can't relate to, there's some people you can't call friends, but when you do have a good friend they're they're worth more than anything. So thank you very much for sharing that. Yes, thank you for coming on the show. It's no problem. My pleasure. All right. See you next Thursday. <laughs> All right. All right, we have another Illinois caller. Illinois, you are on the line. Illinois? Paris? Yes. Are you referring to me? Yes, I am referring to you, and this sounds like Ashley. Hello. (laughs) Yes, hello. Oh, thank you for coming on the show. (laughs) I'm about to cry now. Welcome. (laughs) I came at the perfect time to friend poem. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. So what do you have for us today? Would you like me to do that poem, Nobody Understands? Yes. Please do that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's actually called Who I Am. All, All right. right. <laughs> do I go now? Yes, you go now. <laughs> okay. It's titled Who I Am. Okay. Nobody understands who I am or who I'm trying to become. I'm in this world that I can be in, but it's also a world I cannot be of. 
I can't do the things that I used to do or the things I did yesterday because today is a brand new day for me. It's my destiny that I'm trying to reach for I am different. I am chosen. And to make it, I have to follow the plan that was set for me. It's a plan for us all. Nobody's perfect. We all fall. But do we pick ourselves up or do we let the enemy take over? Nah. We should be calling on the one who holds the victory because the victory is already won. Defeated is the enemy. Wow. Uh-huh. I still remember you performing that piece um, at church. I love that one. And I think since I know you personally, I think you should read that to yourself every day. Oh. <laughs> and I know, you know, and I know. You got a new job and stuff and all that. So, yeah, I think you should read that to yourself every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks okay, for so. that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a very nice and encouraging piece, actually. I really love the ending as well. It's very nice and encouraging. It gives you hope. So thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you, Thanks. Ashley. I appreciate you coming on the show. <laughs> Okay, do I hang up or do yeah. I stand alone? Yeah, you hang up now. <laughs> oh, that sucks. But, um, okay. Unless you want to do another one. I mean, you know. <laughs> or do you have to answer another caller? Nope. Not at this moment. Is anyone else going to recite a poem? Yes, they are. Okay, can I do another one. Okay, you can listen. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Crystal. So we have another piece to share. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's just been so busy around me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, just give me a few seconds. Um, All right. It is sorry. Two minutes. Let me log in. <laughs> so actually, I just um wrote one not long ago. So I'm going to share it here first, I guess. It's called yeah. um. I think I'm in love. All right. I don't really, thank you. I don't really like sharing much of my personal life, but I have finally met the man who deserves to have me as his wife. I wasn't even expecting it when love came my way. I fought and pushed hard to try and make him go away, but he refused to give up on me, even though I hurt his feelings. He told me that he knew I was hurt and just believed I needed healing. The more I pushed him away, the closer he pulled me in. The less I answered his calls, the more he would purposely ring. I did my best to shut him out, and instead of judging me, he took the time to find out what I was really about. Without any physical touch, his words alone broke down these walls. The way he goes out of his way to protect me makes me want to surrender all. I've never seen someone so selfless who has gone out of his way to prove that he's going to remain here no matter what I do. I love the way he expresses himself and allows me to speak my mind. He's such a rare gem, a king so hard to find. He went down on his knees to ask if I will be his valentine. A smile crossed my face as I replied, it's about time. That's it. Well, what inspired you to write that? Um, Valentine is coming up, so I thought, you know, I should write something more in the mood of love and less depressing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I can agree with that. (laughs) <laughs> you know I love your poetry. Um, would you like to tell the listeners about your book again? 
Oh, yeah, I have two books out. One is um, called Still in Transition, and that's a lot of poetry, a lot to do with um, church and finding strength in God. And that's an e-book you can find on Amazon Kindle. Um, and I have another book out called Women's Side Chicks and the Others. And it's just about women staying in unhealthy relationships and what makes us become side chicks. And that all of us at some point become side chicks when we allow a man to give us less than we deserve and we keep holding on. And that book can be on, um, found on Amazon Kindle as well as an e-book, or you can order the paperback directly from me and get my details from Terrace. All right. Thank you for sharing that about your book. So now I am going to read a poem, and okay. this is called I Won. And this is inspired by an audition I went to for America's Got Talent. I don't know if I won. Well, I don't know if I'm going to the next level yet, but I just wrote this just to encourage myself. So here it goes. Mm-hmm. I won that audition. 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 I want it. I want it. I want it. I'm I'm encouraged because I know I won that audition. God has his favor all over me. I won that audition. I claim it. I claim it. I claim it. I claim it. God's poetic child. My dear daughter, you won that audition, and you will make it to the next round, and that's that piece. Wow. I think I saw that on your Facebook page. I really love that. I love the way you say it so much. It's like you're speaking it into life. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you've always got to speak great things into existence. <laughs> it's true. So when would you hear back? When would you know? Say that again. I'm sorry. When would you hear back? When would you know if you got into the American Got Talent? Um, they say we should be getting the results in February or March, and they're going to send it an email since, you know, it was so many people, and it really was a lot of people there. So, wow. yeah, we're going to get it in the, in the email. Okay, well, we claim it for you in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Amen. <laughs> All right, and uh, I might have another poem I want to share. I just uh, have to pull it up. All right, I'm going to do this one. I have a dream. I have a dream just like Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream that one day we actually live up to the dream speech he spoke at Lincoln Memorial. I have a dream that one day this violence in this world will stop right now. I have a dream that racism will no longer continue. I have a dream that everyone will start studying scriptures and reading the chapters in the Bible. I have a dream that one day all the Muslims and Buddhists will bow down and pray to God. I have a dream that one day all churches will come together and preach the word of God. I have a dream that one day all women will stop letting these men use the protect. I have a dream that one day these men will start paying, paying child support for their kids. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream just like Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream that gas prices will keep going lower. I have a dream that the youth will go forth and build works that God had called them to do. I have a dream that one day everyone will stop holding grudges and judging each other. I have a dream that one day gays and lesbians will turn to God and be delivered from that. I have a dream that one day everyone can live in peace. 
I have a dream that one day the youth will go further on with their education. I have a dream that one day everyone will further on with their education. I have a dream that one day diseases will stop spreading. I have a dream that one day young females will realize that having a baby is not a trend. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream just like Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream. And that's that piece. Wow. Wow. <laughs> No, that's a powerful dream. Wow. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. You. Was it for Martin Luther King week or was it day? Is that why you wrote it? Yeah, that is why I wrote it. And, um, and you know, I was thinking, like, well, since Martin Luther King had a dream, I have a dream, too, mm-hmm. and it needs to be shared just like he did. So wow. I want to start preaching my dream like he yeah. did. But it's way different from his because, you know, the world we live in today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, different. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So that's what inspired me to write it. Okay, very nice. Thank you. We have um, another Illinois caller. Illinois, you are on the line. Hello? Hello. Hi. It's Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Oh, you're still on the line. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you going to share another poem? Another, yeah. Okay. Okay. This this one um, is untitled, but it's about my father. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, so he was never present. He was never there. He didn't show me any love. He didn't show me any care. But it was always his dream with him being there. But it was a dream and only a dream. I don't know what he looked like. I don't even know who he is. But I know that his name was Oscar Hernandez. But it's not my fault because all of this was in God's plan. Maybe it was to give me some strength. So today I can stand and tell you what God can be. God can be a father because he is to me. And that's that piece. Wow. Yeah. You you yeah. are coming out in your poetry, Ashley. I'm what? You know that, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's old. That's old. Girl, you need to keep writing. You sharing your story. <laughs> Mhm. Oh, that's older than the other one. Oh, girl, you need to keep writing. You don't, you don't know what comes out on that pen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Aww>. Crystal. <laughs> now, that was very deep. Um, no matter how old it is, I mean, it almost brought a tear to my eye. I was like, kind of hold back and fight back. Think if you <laughs> any longer, I probably would be crying by now. It's very deep. Yeah, it's a testimony. That's definitely, definitely. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yes, thank you for sharing. Ooh. I love the poetry tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we got some deep poems. All right, thank you, Ashley, for coming on and sharing. Okay, I'm still and listening. Then, all right, if you have another one, you are welcome to share it. Don't be shy, you know. Okay. That's what this show is for. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye.
All right. So, Crystal, do you have another poem from your book that you want to share? Um, well, yeah, I do, actually. Maybe I can I can read the one about um, if pillow snitch, because right now <gasps> it's my favorite. <laughs> please read that one. Please read that one. <laughs> <laughs> if my pillow was given immunity to testify against me in the court of love, I would just plead guilty to all I'm accused of above. Because I confused its silence for loyalty and its softness for comfort. I confused its embrace for understanding like a newfound convert. The secret held within the tears I entrusted my pillows to keep. The secret fantasies that were whispered to my pillow in my sleep. It heard the moans and groans when I drifted in and out of pleasure. The lustful words that escaped my lips must still be wrapped around its feathers. The pain, revenge, and love I poured out at the moments of my vulnerability. If my pillowcase were to snitch, that would be the end of me. It would open old wounds and reveal the unspeakable. If my pillows were to snitch, it would be unforgivable. But I'm thankful that my pillow refuses to be coerced and had vowed to be faithful to me for better or for worse in sickness and in health until moving or money does us part. Silent until the end, it will hold the secrets of my heart. That's the end. Wow. Um, you know, I read your, your poetry on Facebook and then when you when you read it out loud it's like, Man, can she start posting videos instead of writing them? <laughs> <laughs> Cause, Cause your voice like you have you have a different accent and I think if you start posting videos, they're gonna be shocked with their accent like how I was when you first came on the show. Do you know what's strange about that? When I do post videos, people don't like it as much. They, I mean, they don't, like, physically click the like as much. So mm-hmm. I figured that maybe they don't understand everything I'm saying and they prefer that I just write it out. So I do post some videos where I'm saying it, and most of it is in writing because I think people don't understand what I'm saying sometimes. Right. Well maybe, <laughs> well, maybe, you know, you should keep the written part and then post the video. So then if they don't understand what you say in the video, you can have it written already on there. That's just a suggestion. True, true, true. No, definitely. Um, Thank you. I'm well. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay. Uh, we have another Illinois caller. Right. Illinois, you are on the line. What's up? What's up? It's Jamil again, better known as Mills. Hey, hey. <laughs> you back again. <laughs> All right, what do you have for us today? Man, real uh, real quick, I just want to come and show my support to um, Talented Team Thursdays. I really do appreciate all the love and um, debut for for them. Oh, thank you. That is very much appreciated. All right, so you have another poem for us? It's called, my poem is called Me and You. All right, the mic is yours. Okay. Me and you, forever and always. Always and forever. No matter what, I'll always love you. And I hope you'll always love me too. I, with that, it could be that you and me would be free. 
for love could roam and bring his full power to. Help us not in the darkest hour. Too much strength make us break apart. It almost made me made me fall in pieces. pieces. But when I'm with you, all my mental pain decreases. Nobody will ever understand my mind. But you're the closest I've yet to find. I'll love you forever and always until the end of my days. I feel so safe when I'm in your arms at times. We committed the perfect crime. I stole your heart. You stole mine. I wish that I could make you see how much I love you. And my love is completely true. Our love will never die as long as we can, as long as we continue to try. Forever and always, my love is true. Forever and always, is me and you. Be in peace. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yes. What all inspired you to write that? I was just, I was just, you know, I was just thinking about something real quick about a love poem, and then I think like one of the um, the first thought that come to my mind was um, me and you. Oh, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Crystal? Yeah, thank you. It's very sweet. You just felt like, oh, me and you, you know, it's nice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no problem. No problem. All right. Well, thank you for supporting. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Next, we have, hmm, we have Black Heist on the line. You are on the line. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. Good evening. I'm good. I'm, I'm going to get you for putting that S on the end of Illinois. Uh, ah. God, I swear to God. <laughs> I keep I know, doing Look, look I, I, I know those of you all who are not from Illinois um, see the S at the end of it and that it's spelled that way, but actually um, the S is silent. So... Canada, how you doing? Good, good, good. <laughs> that is really good. I'm really just excited about the show. And did you guys see the video of God's flooded child, her 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 new piece, my story? Did you guys see the video? Not yet, but I will after mm-hmm. this. I didn't know it's out. <laughs> you got to go see the video. It is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal piece. Wow, I think it encourages more people, more young people to tell their story. Okay, well, I definitely will then, definitely. I'll make sure I share it on the event page and on my page as well. Okay, awesome. thanks. That's good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What would you guys like to hear tonight? I'm going to give you guys a choice. Okay. Let's hear. You want to go love? You want to go community? You want to go politics? You want to go testimony, you want to go fatherhood, you want to go wedding, you want to go funeral, you want to go... See, I try to have poetry for every situation. Wow. That way, if someone is looking to hire a poet for something specific, then, you know, I have a form for it. That's true. What would you like Um, to hear? I think I have a love or testimony. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> you said love or testimony, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, what kind what kind of love? Let's do love. I'm feeling love. Mm, something, you know, powerful and, like, it, it breaks through, like, a hardened heart to to bring someone to a place of love. You know, you just break someone down for love. Okay, hardened heart, love for love, just break someone down for love. Okay. Well, the greatest love that you can go to in a relationship is marriage. So let's go there. This is called when a man finds a wife. Let's Let's do it. Yeah. We've been waiting on this moment for years. And we finally gotten over all these fears. And we realized that ain't nothing else out there for us but drama and hard times. But when God sends you a gift in someone, it may only come once in a lifetime. And there's not a day that passes that I don't have thoughts of you and I may not be able to promise you the riches of this world, but today I'm guaranteeing my love for you. And I'm offering that love for you by asking you to take this ring because the Lord told me, he said, son, when a man findeth the wife, he findeth the good thing. See, you gave me exactly what I needed, and it's not often that a man has a chance for his life to be completed. And as a result of our achievement, Satan has been defeated because now we're no longer living in sin. Take this ring as a symbol of an unbreakable love that can't even bend. And I don't need no one else but you and God, for you are my best friend. And like most men, we run from commitment. But there comes a time when a man gets tired of running. And what I found in you, I describe in the words of Maya Angelou, for you are a phenomenal woman. And as for love, I wouldn't have known a damn thing. If you hadn't come and taught me what love really means, and if God hadn't showed me in a dream, I wouldn't have known that the day I found you, Crystal, black ice found a good thing. Today is the day we transform this relationship from mental and physical into spiritual. And after years of patiently waiting, I've received my modern-day miracle. And a miracle only happens a few times in a man's life, one in the birth of a child, another in the finding of a wife, but the most important is giving our life over to Christ so we're making God our foundation. And we standing strong and not worrying about the storms because as long as we keep our hands in God's hands, nothing can go wrong for long. And as long as we keep our faith strong, together we make a perfect team. And together we can achieve all that we can conceive and dream because the day I found you, Black Ice found a good thing. We found ourselves at the end of the rainbow and we could see that buried treasure. It's either now or never God blessed it and placed it before our feet, and now it's up to us to make it last forever because you're the air that I breathe and every good thought that I conceive. The reason why I believe that you complete my cipher because you give me everything that I want and everything that I need. You're my soulmate, my rib, my helpmate, my wife, and in coming into my world, girl, you've done for me what no one else has ever done. You've completed my life. You keep me grounded when I need to be. And you're the wind beneath my wings. You've given me guidance, direction, and purpose in life because the day the black ice found you, I found a good thing. That's that piece. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> Chris, I'm going to let you give the feedback first since that was your choice. 
And that was beautiful. You felt like saying, I do, you know? It's, it's beautiful. It's nice. Powerfully written, and I love the way you said it out. It's, it's nice. Very, very nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, when I'm writing, I just try to go as deep into myself as I could possibly go and reach those feelings that have not, have not even touched the surface yet and um, try to expose those feelings when I'm writing. I write in the spirit, which is basically mm-hmm. how I feel, not how I think, but how I feel. Mm-hmm. Definitely. On my wedding day, I'm going to remember that poem. So be sure to get it ready. <laughs> yes. Thank you for sharing that. That was uh, that was powerful. Had a good message behind it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So, um, God's poetic child, I have a question for you. Yes. <laughs> this is 2015. This is the first month of 2015. How mm-hmm. would you compare 2015 so far to 2014? Well, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm doing a lot more than I did in 2014. <laughs> I can say that. Well, that's a good thing, and that's what you're supposed to do. Every year you're supposed to, um, you know, excel and go above and beyond and grow. So that's a beautiful thing, and I'm very, very proud of you. I want to say that publicly yeah. so that everybody can hear it. You're doing a great job. I appreciate the work that you have done for the poet organization. I think that you represent us well, and I'm just proud to call you a POET member and my poetic daughter. And I think, again, that you – now, I don't think I know that you are doing a very good job. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. However, there are some challenges that – we have to conquer in 2015. Again, I see you being a published author before the year is out, so we got to make that happen. Your CD, we have to make that happen. And your memorization of uh, some of your pieces, these are things that we all, that we have to work on uh, throughout the course of the year. And also, um, artist development. That's what we have to work on also as well because you can't step on stage as terrorists. When you are stepping on stage or you're standing before people, you have to get into the role of God's poetic child. God's poetic child is not shy like maybe terrorists is. She's bold and she speaks what's on her mind. So we have to concentrate on getting you into that character when you're on stage. And so then you would gain the confidence to leave the paper alone because right now the paper is your crutch. That's your safety blanket right there. And so we have to challenge you. You have to challenge yourself to make sure this year you not only grow an opportunity, but you grow in artist development and life development this year, 2015. And we will be there with you every step of the way because as you grow, we're going to grow, and as we grow, you are going to grow also as well. Your success is ours and our success is yours. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You are so welcome. Oh. 
Thank you. <laughs> you are so welcome. Now, Crystal, tell me about you. <laughs> like what I do and, and where I'm from. Say it again. You want to know where I'm from and what I do? Is that the question? Well, I know I know where you're from. I just want to know yeah. tell me about your your journey. How did you get to where you are and where do you hope to go from here? Oh, well, um, I started off doing poetry mainly in church. And then um, I stopped for a long time, to be honest. It's about three, four years since I've write, written any poetry. And then... I came to Canada, and I guess the burdens and the stress of where I had originally come from wasn't there as much. I had more time on my hands, and I just felt like the purpose that was placed on my life, I hadn't been fulfilling. And there was something that I was asked to do a long time ago, and I thought, let me do it, which was um, my first book, Still in Transition. And as I was about to write it, someone told me, well, how are you going to sell it if nobody knows who you are? And I really didn't like the social media or being anywhere I could be seen. And that really encouraged mm-hmm. me to start writing poems. And I guess the response I got made me realize that it's been like, a, I guess, a, a selfish hidden talent. And it wasn't for me, well, but maybe written to set other people free or express other people's emotions. And I guess that's where I am now. This year, I'm still trying to figure out where I'm meant to go with it. I okay. don't know yet. Well, that's what the, yeah. that's what the poet organization is for. We do artist development. We do life development. And we also guide you on the path. There's something that I teach in artist development called the five M's. Okay, did you did you guys get that? The five M's. Okay. So the so the first M is mission. Everyone has to decide what kind of if you're in poetry, what kind of creative expressionist you would like to be. Would you only like to be a writer or would you like to be a reciter or would you like to be a performer or would you like to be an entertainer? So these are four levels that you must first decide which one you would like to be on before we can point you in that direction. The second M is meditation, which is very important. All the greats had it. Michael Jackson, he was a great meditator. Michael Jordan, he was a great meditator. All of the greats are great meditators. That means that you have to be able to visually see yourself doing what you would like to do before you even start to do it. So music comes from the mind first before it can come out the mouth or through the fingers when you're playing an instrument. So meditation is the second M. The third M is memorization. There are keys that we teach you, even in writing, how you can write in connecting verses, which means that your first verse won't make sense if you don't go into your second verse because the the beginning of the second verse actually completes the thought of the first verse. So you don't even complete your thoughts when you're writing and connecting verses unless you start on the second verse. So that's one idea that we use for memorization, and there's others. The fourth M is motivation. A lot of people, when they do poetry, they want other people to go first. Well, no, call on me later. I don't want to be the one that goes first. Well, in the poet organization, we teach self-motivation. We want you to prepare yourself before you walk through the door or before you call in to a show. 
That mm-hmm. way that if you call in to a show and they call on you as soon as you call in, you are ready and you're prepared to do what you came on there to do. Yeah. So being self-motivated. And the last M is mastering your peace. And when you master your peace, you can deviate from the structure of your piece and freestyle, as you heard me do while I was reciting my piece. I made it a little personal because I mentioned your name. Mm-hmm. So when you master your piece, you can add things inside of your piece that's relative to your current situation. It may be a location that you're at. Or it may be someone who's near you or in front of you. You may add them to your piece, and that makes it more personal. It keeps the attention of the people who are listening to you, and it keeps the crowd engaged and involved. And those are the five M's of artist development. Again, these are things that we teach in the poet organization. I just wanted to share those things with you. But um, if you're not published yet, that's something that we need to be working on to help you do this year also as well, 2015, to help you publish your work also as well. But I just wanted to mention those things. I love you guys. I'm going to step to the side. Um, Speak with Crystal. If she's interested in the Poet Organization, then uh, we can interview her um, about the Poet Organization. We do have two Canadian members already uh, also as well, Hobima, Alberta, Can- Canada, and Windsor. So, uh, yes. So I just want to share those things with you. Uh, it was good meeting you. I love the show. Continue guys doing what you're doing, and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So, Crystal. Hey, hey. <laughs> Would you like to close it out? <laughs> okay. Um, let me close with something happy. Yes, I say we're happy. There it is. Okay. I'm going to read something else I newly did. Um which is called, He Proposed to Me. We were having one of our deep conversations late one night, talking about what we wanted to do with our lives. He said he can't imagine any other woman standing by his side, and he jokingly asked if I would be his wife. (laughs) I giggled and rolled my eyes, telling him he plays too much. He held me by the waist and took my hands with a dental touch. He then went down on one knee as he reached for his jacket. He pulled out a gift wrapped in a golden package. He pulled it open and showed me a beautiful diamond ring. I looked at the gift and back down at him. My heart began to race and my eyes filled with tears. Chills ran down my spine. I felt love in the air. The room was quiet as he remained on the floor nonchalant. I screamed and hugged him as I yelled out my response. And that's the end. All right. Thank you, Crystal, for sharing that piece. Thank you for hosting with us on the show today. And and I will actually bring you back on the show. I like I like the way you know you host and you know you speak to others. So get ready to come back. <laughs> All right, and thank you for having me. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, thank you everybody for coming to Teletoon Thursdays, and be sure to come back next Thursday. We would love to have you. Have a great night.
Good night.